You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The San Diego Padres have a bright future, according to a lot of people that have been studying the team uh, from right before the trade deadline and beyond. So let's talk about that a little bit with A.J. Casavell. I am Allison Twitter. Um, A.J., so let's start with, I thought this was an interesting story, that there were six rookies that were in the starting lineup uh, for the Padres game on Tuesday. Um, and it was interesting because it was kind of like a typical, like, well, here's what went wrong because they're young. Um, and here's some of the things that are we can feel optimistic about because they're young. So what did you kind of glean from that whole thing? Yeah, I mean, I think last night is, is – er, Tuesday night for whoever whoever's listening later. Uh, it's kind of just a, an epitome of what you're going to get when you start six rookies or when in, in any case when you're playing so many young players like the Padres are doing. Uh, there were a number of mistakes that, that you would kind of expect rookies to make and that probably cost Padres the game. But then there's a lot of things that went right. Jafari Blash, since they've given him a chance in the starting lineup, he was, he was dreadful at the beginning of the season. But he was pretty much only being used in a pinch hitting role. Uh, he's he's getting on base at almost a 500 clip right now since uh, he replaced Matt Kemp. Um, he hit his second home run. Uh, Alex Dickerson and Travis Jankowski have both uh, been really good in the outfield. The whole outfield, uh, kind of since they went to this three-rookie outfield, has been really, really good. So I think they're kind of taking taking their lumps with some of the, the rookie mistakes, something like Jose Rondon coming off the second base bag early or, or Luis Perdomo just trying to trying to beat his, his bread and butter as a sinker and trying to beat Gregory Polanco with, with a high fastball. Um, they're going to take their lumps with some of these rookie mistakes, but at the same time, uh, if, if you're building for the future, the trial by fire we've seen this year with a few Padres, uh, it, it works a lot. Yeah, I, that's where really the coaches come in. I know that people, when you come to a game, what you see from coaches, is, it's very basic. You see a guy at first base, you see a guy at third base, and you see a guy go out to the pitcher's mound every once in a while to talk to the pitcher when things might be getting out of hand. That's basically all you're seeing in coaches from, like, uh, a distance. Mm-hmm. But really, if you get to the ballpark, which, of course, we can't do that, but when you, if you, <laughs> you see him four hours before the game, um, and I found this very interesting uh, years ago when I was covering the Astros, just seeing, like, how they would take guys out, like the infield coach would take guys out on the field, and he's, he's really teaching them. He's talking to them, and he's very animated. And you don't think, like, at the major league level that they really need that much instruction, but it's actually the complete opposite with some of these guys that are getting thrown into things. And there's, like, the mental side, things you have to remember when you're playing, and that's really where these coaches come in, right? Oh, yeah, and, and Andy Green has talked about that a lot. He's talk, kind of talked about with when you have so many rookies, you don't want them to get the sense that they've arrived, especially after they've after they put together a really, really nice stretch. Because if you get the sense, he, he kind of keeps saying that if you get the sense that you've arrived, well, that's when people start to make adjustments and you don't readjust back. Uh, and and to that, to your point, I think it's 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 not so much like the major things that that like you'll see at like a little league level or whatever, but at the major league level, it's the, it's these minor things like the percent of time Luis Perdomo throws his slider. I mean, he's or his his sinker slider ratio or whatever. Padres have just been pounding it into his head to throw his sinker like 90% of the time because it's by far and away his best pitch and when people square it up it still just hits into the ground and there's these little adjustments that's a pitch he didn't even have until like the middle of May and all of that comes from working with the working with Darren Balsley in the bullpen between starts and, and tinkering with kind of his mechanics on it so it's just little things that that 
translate uh, into, into big success later in the season. And I, I think if you, Perdomo was not very good on Tuesday, but uh, in terms of his improvement from in what he was in April, when it looked like it would be a hard, he'd be hard pressed to make it through the whole season as a Rule Five pick on the big league roster. So now it's it's just a it's, it's an incredible transition. We saw the same thing with Ryan Schimpf from his first couple weeks to now. So there's a lot to like for what the uh, what the Padres young guys are bringing to the table. Yeah. So when you look at 2017, and that's what you and I are going to be talking about mostly between now and 2017. Um, I mean, what do you see? Do, you know, there's always optimism. I mean, there's always optimism in spring training when teams that are going to be terrible. And there's optimism. It's just it's just one of those like weird things where you you watch guys like through a bullpen, and you watch them take BP, and you're like, ah, you know, this could be kind of an interesting season. Um, but, you know, what do you, when you look just kind of ahead and, and some of the talent that they've amassed, um, could it be a decent year next year? I, I still think uh, in terms of them competing, they're probably looking at 2019, maybe 2018. But it could be one of those fun years where, where you start to see the future, the future teams that are going to be in contention. Uh, that that team kind of start to come together. Uh, I mean, they started. They made six trades. They traded uh, six veterans this year, and in all six of those trades, they got players who were younger than all six of those veterans, aside from Matt Kemp. Uh, and so, uh, so if you if you if you kind of look going forward, uh, if 2017, uh, we don't know when we're going to see Hunter Renfro. He's their number four prospect. And he's just raking at AAA. We're probably going to see Austin Hedges by then. Their their catcher. Um, that's the, I mean you got catcher and 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 Manny Margot, who's their number two prospect in center field. Uh, you start kind of putting together the core of a team, the up the middle. You hear so so often in baseball that if you can solidify up the middle. Well, that's what the Padres think they have in Austin Hedges and Hunter and uh, Manny Margot. So they. I think they'll be a fun team to watch, uh, at least in terms of they'll still make some of those rookie mistakes. But you know what? Just like last night's game, there was, there was a lot to like uh, for what they could potentially become. I think the outfield situation is going to be especially interesting. Yeah, it's um, it's it, it, I I do. I think it's an interesting team to watch. I mean, you have to really be into uh, you know like knowing a lot about the players that are coming along, and 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 like you said, I mean, a lot of the acquisitions, and of course AJ Peller. I mean, there's um, the draft is really going to be where this team uh, it's going to make or break this team like over time, which is I, I mean I guess you could say that for any team, but really that's why they brought him in and uh, and I see you know possibly that things improving for them in that way. But in the meantime, you do need people to bridge the gap, and um, I'm very impressed with what Edwin Jackson has been able to do. Um, and you do need those guys because uh, when you are a team in transition, you have to have inning beaters, people that can absorb the, the uh, stressful innings in the major leagues. And so that's kind of where he comes in, right? And they have to be pretty happy with what they've seen from him. Yeah, he's been really good so far. He's uh, in, in four starts, that's three very good starts. I think his last start for me was the most fun. It was maybe one of the more fun uh, kind of pitching. I don't know if you can call it a pitching performance because it was one of the best all-around performances by a pitcher because he, uh, he became the first, the only second Padre in history and the first since 2004 to uh, – Get a stolen base in RBI and pick up a win. Uh, huh. So he's he, it's he he's 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 crafty. He's a crafty guy. Um, like you said, someone's got to eat the innings while they're bringing along all their young arms in the minor league. That's precisely what he's doing. And he also he's also kind of a jovial clubhouse presence. So 
so Padres like like what they've gotten so far, and uh, he can hit a little bit too. They pinch hit with him. I think he struck out in the pinch hit at bat, but uh, he's kind of a fun guy to watch as as the Padres kind of bide their time in the pitching staff for the future. Because a lot of their a lot of their pitching prospects are are at the lower levels, uh, whereas some of their hitting prospects are kind of higher up the system. Okay, so to re- remind me, is their 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 home run road streak is still alive, right? Correct. The home run okay. streak is no longer alive, but the road home run streak is now up to 18 games. It's pretty awesome. I mean, the the, the offense really has improved uh, in the second half. It's um, I think it's climbing a little bit. So I guess that's an encouraging sign, right? Even though I just I I'm not trying to dump on the Padres, but it is kind of funny that this is a team that has this home run streak going and that they have that, that overall streak going for a while. Um, but that is nice to see, at least. I mean, it's, it's going to come down to pitching, whether you're going to be a good team or a bad team. But to see the guys coming, the bats coming along a little bit is, I'm sure, a, a good thing for the Padres. Yeah, and it's it's everyone looks at the power numbers, and, and rightfully so, because they've gotten better. That's in part to do with the call-up of Alex Dickerson and Ryan Schimpf, and they've both been really good. But uh, more than anything, what the Padres are happy about is the patience of the plate, and they were just atrocious in the first couple months swinging the pitches outside of the zone. They've actually, uh, and I'll have to look this up, but in the in the last two months, so starting at the beginning of June, they've been in the, I want to say they're around the top 10, I think 11, swinging at pitches outside of the zone. So you know, obviously that goes hand-in-hand hand with the power numbers and the offensive numbers. If you're not swinging at bad pitches, well, the pitchers have to throw you good pitches and you hit the good pitches. So that's what the Padres are doing right now offensively, and it's uh, – and, and it's obviously led to a lot of success at the plate. The offense is fun to watch now. Absolutely. Okay, good stuff. Well, enjoy the rest of your time in Pittsburgh, and we'll catch up with you next time. Thank you, AJ. All right, thanks for having me. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.